Hello and welcome to the First Lutheran Church Sermon Podcast. We're glad you joined us this week. First Lutheran Church lives by the mission statement, called by the Spirit, we serve Christ, sharing God's love with all. And we are glad to share this good news with you this week. We're able for our gospel acclamation. Gospel according to St. Luke, the 17th chapter. On the way to Jerusalem, Jesus instructs his followers about the power of faith and the duties of discipleship. He calls his disciples to adopt the attitude of servants whose actions are responses to their identity rather than works seeking reward. The apostles said to the Lord, increase our faith. The Lord replied, if you had faith the size of a mustard seed, you could say to this mulberry tree, be uprooted and planted in the sea, and it would obey you. Who among you would say to your slave who has just come in from plowing or tending sheep in the field, come here at once and take your place at the table? Would you rather not say to him, prepare supper for me, put on your apron and serve me while I eat and drink? Later, you may eat and drink. Do you thank the slave for doing what was commanded? So you also, when you have done all that you were ordered to do, say, we are worthless slaves. We have done only what we ought to have done. This is the gospel of our Lord. Invite the congregation to be seated. This last week, we had our first preschool chapel of the school year. And over the course of two days, a hundred kids, little ones, gathered in the sanctuary up here in the chancel area for a, for a story and a lesson and a prayer and a song. And you never know what the kids are going to say and I was teaching them about this special space, this uh, special room set apart called Sanctuary. And we looked at all the different things around this space, and we pointed out the crosses. And one of the kids looked up to the cross and said, look, it has a cape. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll be talking about that next month. We Tried to avoid the superhero Jesus discussion, but <laughs> never a dull moment with the kids. Well, I have another story about uh, children. It's a very familiar, popular story you've probably heard. And it's about a man who was walking on a beach, and he noticed a little boy picking up something and then gently tossing it into the ocean. The man approached the boy and asked, 
what are you doing? The boy replied, throwing starfish back into the ocean. The surf is up and the tide is going out. If I don't throw them back, they'll die. Laughing to himself, the man said, Son, don't you realize there are miles and miles of beach and hundreds of starfish? You can't possibly make any difference. After listening politely, the little boy bent down, picked up another starfish, and continued, and threw it back into the ocean. And then he said to the man, I made a difference to that one. Little or big, it's all a matter of perspective. The works of our hands, the words of our mouths, we know that little things can make powerful, big impacts. So let us consider the mustard seed from our gospel today. The mustard seed and its plant. We have a few master gardeners in our congregation who could probably lead a lesson on this, maybe even some biblical plants. And I think that would be really neat sometime. But to modern gardeners, the mustard seed seems rather unremarkable. It isn't particularly small in comparison to many seeds, but the mustard plant is easy to grow from seed. It grows very fast, producing more seed in less than two months. It doesn't need to be cultivated, no weeding or aerating the soil. And every part of the mustard plant can be used from its roots to its blooms. And if you've ever traveled to California's wine country in early spring, you may have seen the vineyards there filled with yellow flowers. Those are mustard plants the winemaker's friend. Many vineyard owners there plant the mustard deliberately as a cover crop. They let the mustard run rampant, and then they plow the plant back into the soil, and it acts as manure and, it, and nourishment to, this, to the soil and then to the grapes. It also, mustard also re repels some in insects, so it's a wonderful gift or the vine grower, the winemaker. There were other seeds and plants in the time of Jesus, but communities would understand the agriculture and the significance of this little mustard seed. So why does Jesus speak about a little seed in chapter 17? Our, our reading starts with verse 5, but it's important for us to look back at the beginning of chapter 17, where Jesus speaks in hyperbole, exaggerated statements, shocking the hearer and the reader. Jesus begins chapter 17 with a warning, saying that it would be better for you to tie a millstone around your neck and be thrown into the sea than to cause a little one or a vulnerable one or a marginalized one to stumble, a warning to any who would hurt them or mislead them. And then Jesus says that if anyone sins against you seven times a day, that is to mean sins all day long endlessly, but then also asks forgiveness seven times, again, all day, you must forgive. And after hearing those two shocking statements, 
about welcome and forgiveness. The disciples cry out with this statement today, heaven help us increase our faith. To which Jesus responds, telling them that they do not understand the power of faith, the potency of faith. So let's talk a little bit about what faith even is. You can be faithful to an exercise regimen. You can be faithful to a spouse. You can have faith in a favorite sports team. You can have more faith in them if they're doing well. Faith is a hope and a trust and a promise and a gift made in relationship. It is a gift given to us by God, not just something we say, but something we do in this world with our mouths and our hands and our lives, the body of Christ. So the disciples say today, increase my faith. There's been a lot of discussion over the millennia about this request, this plea from the disciples. Is it a good thing for them to ask or a bad thing for them to suggest they don't have enough? And it's hard for us to translate because we have such a broad word, broad understanding of this word faith. We have this word that we use in a secular world, but also here in the church world. So how do we believe? How do we have faith in this world? Well, in Luther's small catechism, he walks through and gives discussion about the Lord's Prayer, the Creed, Baptism, Communion, and also Confession. And he breaks down the three parts of the Creed that we already read today. The first part being about God the Creator, the part second, God the, God the Redeemer, Jesus, and the last is God the Sanctifier, God the Spirit. And Martin Luther begins uh, talking about the third part of the creed, the third article, and you can find this in your hymnal where the small catechism is on page 1162. Luther says, I believe that by my own understanding or strength, I cannot believe in Jesus Christ my Lord or come to him. I believe that by my own understanding or strength, I cannot believe in Jesus Christ my Lord. But instead, the Holy Spirit has called me through the gospel, enlightened me with his gifts, made me holy, and kept me in true faith. Just as he calls, gathers, enlightens, and makes holy the whole Christian church on earth. We read that today on this special day when we welcome new members into the church, where we recommit our own selves and our own understandings of what it means to live as the body of Christ, knowing that we as a group, we as a community can do far more than just on our own. We ask God with the disciples today, increase our faith. We plea. We understand that the enormity of this world's troubles are too much for any one of us. Increase our faith, increase our work in this world. As a church, it's a call and a commission for each of us. 
because by our own understanding or strength, we cannot believe in Jesus Christ. But instead, called by the Holy Spirit, we are to share Christ's love with the world. And we are enlightened with God's gifts, made holy and kept in true faith. So we with the disciples today cry out, increase our faith. And we will be reminded by Jesus, you have it already in you. You don't need any more. You just need to trust and believe in the potency and the power of God working through you. Let us pray. Gracious and loving God, we humbly come before you, completely reliant upon your mercy and your power and your spirit. Call us as a community of faith to work together with the spirit and the gifts that you've given us that we may be a light in this world. In your holy and precious name we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to our podcast. We pray that these words and message inspired you in your faith journey as you grow with God. We would love to see you at worship, either online via Facebook Live or in person at 1234 Southwest Fairlawn Road at 5 p.m. on Saturday or 10 a.m. on Sundays. God loves you, and so do we.